0: I'm really compelled by, and I talked to my team a lot about this, about this, and you've mentioned it twice now, this, the importance of details. From your, your 30 years of, at Nike, how did you make sure teams cared about the detail? Is it just continually reminding them? Is there something else we can do to make sure that our teams and the people we work with, and ourselves even, are really valuing the smallest of details?
1: Yeah, I do, I do believe in pu- publishing whether it's you want to call it an ethos, a manifesto, um, a set of principles where you clearly articulate what your design standards are or your creative standards. Um, I've always believed that. And they, they can change over time, but I'm a big believer in publishing um, thought, publishing ideals that, that you have. And I'll go even further um, because what I learned over the years is is I was doing a little bit too much self-authorship. When I really started to manage teams, I'd go away and I'd come back and it's like, here's the the six principles of, of you know, um, obsessing the details that we're going to focus on this year. But I didn't involve them in authoring wow. those. So it's like publish what you believe, invite folks into the process that have, maybe slightly different opinions than you do and then complete this, build the consensus and then make sure everyone has it so that clearly as you drive down the road and you're looking at restaurant architecture, uh, you know, business building architecture, it's pretty clear that people just decided like it was good enough and no one will ever, you know, who cares if it's going to win an, the point isn't to win awards The point is to take something as far as you can um, to contribute something great to, you know, to society, whether it is a building um, or um, a book or this bottle design. um, You know, the, the amount of thought that went into that, I think that's the typeface Helvetica, I believe. And the choices made to go upper and lower case, like that's all intentional, you know, to have it black on white. Um, the name and, Human Fuel? Yeah, well, and, and that's the thing. I mean, you have to start with naming, right? And one of the hardest pursuits is naming a product or naming a company because it's such a crowded space. But man, if you get the name right, um, it will save you millions in marketing. So if I was to ask you now, and I used to say, right, I have a team of a hundred thousand
0: people and I want them to be great marketeers, but we're only allowed to give them three guiding principles, which they will take with them. These can just be philosophies, ideas, whatever, but we yeah. can only give them three guiding principles to hope to make them successful. What would those top three guiding principles be?
1: I'll start with the three characteristics um, that I would say. It's like, we're going to, we're going to have the dominant traits of empathy, curiosity, curiosity, and let's call it courage or risk taking. Like those those three traits is what we're going to be known for. And for empathy, you know, to me within the marketing process is is, you know, the principle that I talk about in the book is, you know, see what others see, find what others don't. The best marketing teams and the best communication teams are able to peel back the layers, get under the surface of a human being, a city, or a community and find the deeper insight or truth that resides there. And then they reveal it through storytelling. It's back to the Michael Jordan example. How many, how many more ads could you do about him dunking a basketball? So empathy is like, go deeper. Whether you're designing a product, it's like, you know, you're, you're, you're revealing the, the, the true problem that needs to be solved. You're not just observing some behavior and making um, you know, uh, a you know, hypothesis off that. You're actually spending the time to go deeper and deeper into that. And that's that idea of see what others see, find what others don't. Curiosity is that idea of getting outside yourself um, because it's one thing to have the insight, right? And the problem that you're gonna solve and you're clear on that, but now you need to reveal it to the world, and oftentimes you need uh, points of inspiration coming into the process, and that's why you look at Nike Air, probably the greatest innovation in the history of of sneakers, right? Uh, air air um, airbags and air cushioning in sneakers. Well, that came from uh, an engineer at NASA who was experimenting with creating an innovation for astronaut helmets for space exploration. And he brought that to Nike and that led to Nike Air. That's my point about find inspiration outside of your sector. And that's that idea of bringing the outside in. So that's the curiosity thing, outside, uh, get outside yourself. And then, you know, finally is that idea of, of, you know, we don't play it safe, we play to win. we want to def- we, we're not comfortable with the status quo. Um, and we want people comfortable kind of pursuing what's next, not just getting complacent and delivering um, products, services, stories in the way everyone else is. So we also want to be a team that, that is obsessive about um, every aspect of branding, you know, And so think of how powerful that be- can become is if you have a team and that they're deeply empathetic to who they serve. Like they get great at learning and asking questions. They're unbelievable, uh, unbelievably curious and always looking beyond what's in front of them to see what else they can... Because so much of innovation is about transference. You take something from here, you bring it into your sector, And you, 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 you change the game and then, and then, but, and then the risk taking thing is not feeling like you have a team that has to ask for permission to use their imagination. I think that's really important because if you're in a, if you develop a culture where um, people have to ask, um, to think people have to get approval, um, then you're not. I I don't believe you would be known as a, a leading innovator in in your space on that. So th- those are just a few. But I, I just think it's also. I'll I'll tell you this. When I was CMO, I did an informal um, poll with my the marketing leaders, and I'm biased, of course. But I felt and I believe this is the best marketing team in the world. I said, what are the top two characteristics you look for? in any marketer that you're interviewing for a particular job within the Nike marketing team. And the top two um, traits that came to the top from everybody was curiosity and collaborative. I mean, to a person, and that was kind of tied. I want someone who's always searching for inspiration and is curious about, about their teammates, about the consumer, about technology, Entertainment, um, uh, art, and then I want someone who who can play with others, right? And um, that you can feel that sense that this person is um, has conviction, um, you know, believes in themselves, but can play within a in a in a team. Um, and those were the two that that rose to the top, and and um, you know, and I, I think that's true today. <laughs>
0: You are always one decision away from taking your business to the next level. And a decision that's helped me to transform my business is moving over to NetSuite, who I'm excited to say are a sponsor of this podcast. If you don't know already, NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. It's reduced IT costs because it lives in the cloud, so you can access it from anywhere, and the cost of managing and running multiple systems because it's in one unified business management suite. My team and I don't have. you are always one decision away from taking your business to the next level. And a decision that's helped me to transform my business is moving over to NetSuite, who I'm excited to say are a sponsor of this podcast. If you don't know already, NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. It's reduced IT costs because it lives in the cloud so you can access it from anywhere. And the cost of managing and running multiple systems because it's in one unified business management suite